What is up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava, and it is Friday. So we are just wrapping up the week. It is kind of kind of been a bland week reselling-wise. I've said it before, but we really haven't had a lot of great releases this week. We had a pair of Stussy Air Force Ones come out this uh, like today. So those released today, and they were a collab that Stussy did with Nike. They they were pretty limited. I ended up not even going for them because I was so wrapped up with some of the stuff I had going on with work, and I really didn't have an opportunity to even go for them at all. So kind of a bummer there. I think the resale was pretty decent on them and definitely had some money to be made that was kind of left on the table. But, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes you you win some, sometimes you lose some, and that's just, that's just the way it goes. So... Really, the only release this week that has any sort of real, I don't know, any sort of real buzz, which is really not even that much, would be the Jordan 9 release for tomorrow. And they're just a pair of black and university gold Jordan 9s. I personally, I don't like the Jordan 9 very much. I think it kind of looks like some sort of combat boot. Like, I just don't think it's that good of a silhouette. I think that there's a lot better Jordans to release. I think there's a lot better Jordans to buy. And so I'm not a big fan of the Jordan 9, but they're releasing a couple silhouettes of it or a couple colorways of that silhouette so it is what it is i will just keep things moving and we'll see if there's any resale i haven't looked at it too much i've just been super wrapped up with literally everything else except for that pair of shoes so i'm gonna check it out when i get home and see what the profits look like and if there's decent profit i may just buy a couple pairs uh, maybe try and get a pair on the sneakers app or something and see what happens but I'm, I'm imagining there won't be, so we'll see what happens tomorrow. We'll see if anything comes out, and I'll just kind of be cautiously planning for that. So what I wanted to talk to you about today, though, is is one of the things that I've been realizing recently, and it's, it's knowing when to go and kind of trust your intuition or your gut. And I've heard a lot of people talk about this. I, I listen to Flip Flip a lot. I listen to Pure Podcast a lot. They both have really, really good content. And uh, Flip was talking about the other day about going with your gut and investing with your gut and he's right i mean there's there's a lot to be, of money to be made when you go with your gut and you know what you're doing and those are the two big things you can't go with your gut and not be seasoned and i'm in no way shape or form well seasoned but i'm definitely more seasoned than i was when i first started and i'm looking back at the investments that i've paid for like i paid money for and looking back at some of the things that i bought at the beginning of 2020 or even back in 2019 when i first started and I'm just looking at them, and all this time I've been going, that was a terrible buy, that was a terrible buy, that was a terrible buy. Why would I Why would I have bought that? Who? What was going through my mind that possessed me to buy that? And I did that, I did that with a pair, or not a pair, a whole set of uh, mugs. They were like a, a beer tankard, and I bought this entire set for three bucks. Amazing deal, I think, and now I think it is anyways. But I had these things sitting there for probably I don't know, a year and a half, and they hadn't moved at all. I mean, nobody made me any offers on it, nothing. And I just looked at them and thought, those things suck. I wish I could just throw them out or get rid of them or, or donate them or something. And I had debated it before just because they made me mad. I mean, they were just sitting there, and I felt like there was nothing going to happen with them. And lo and behold, somebody from Seattle offers me $65 plus $40 shipping. And, of course, I accepted that because that's an awesome deal. $3 to $60 plus $40, that's $100, and they ended up paying some tax. So after it was all said and done, they paid like $110. And I think I ended up having to ship them for $17. So I made over like $70 on these entire set of mugs that I paid $3 for. Huge win there for for such a small 
such a small kind of uh, find there. And that was one of the first finds I had as a reseller. So it kind of made me think, huh, I wonder what else I've, I've sold that I kind of thought was a really terrible investment. And as I started to go through some of the, in, the investments that I made, some of them I think of investments if I, they've just been sitting there for a while because it's almost like you, you did invest in them because they're almost just sitting there waiting to actually hit their full value when somebody buys them. But there's been some cards and stuff that I've invested in. And I'm thinking about it and going, I wonder what these things are still worth. Because originally, I had bought some boxes of Pokemon cards. I had bought some boxes of Panini football cards and a couple boxes of Topps football cards and stuff. I had a decent little sealed wax collection just building up. Not nearly what you would see on Instagram, but something small that was just something to have in case the certain sets that I had bought up did end up popping off. Now, I did get a couple really, really good sets of Pokemon cards, and I think the buy cost on those things was like 44 bucks a box, and I went and checked the other day, and a box of two, or a set of two boxes, was going anywhere from 350 to 400 So, huge W there. I had two sets of those, so that was a huge win. Hopefully going to get those sold. And then I had some Panini, they were the Panini, I think they were Chronicles or Contenders. I don't think they were contenders. They may have been Chronicles. I think they were Panini Chronicles uh, 2020 NFL draft picks. And those are typically a really bad set to invest in because nobody really wants NCAA jerseys. They usually don't want the college jerseys. They want the pro jerseys. It's kind of just the way that the the collectors want it, I guess. They, they prefer the NFL jerseys. But me kind of looking at this 2020 NFL class and looking at what the quarterbacks look like. And that's the big thing. With sports cards, quarterbacks always sell the best, especially the good quarterbacks. So, I mean, now, don't get me wrong. If you have a Blaine Gabbert card, it's not going to sell uh, better than, like, an autographed Juju Smith-Schuster card or an autographed Michael Thomas card. Okay, let's not get crazy. Or, like, a PSA 10 Blaine Gabbert is going to sell more than a Michael Thomas. Like, let's not get out of our minds here. But what I'm saying is, if you're looking at a Patrick Mahomes versus a you know Michael Thomas two of the or or Devontae Adams the best receiver in the NFL versus the the best quarterback in my opinion in the NFL it's it's not even close Mahomes is absolutely crushing him in in the value that you would get for his card and so quarterbacks always usually do better and looking at what we had in the 2020 class there's just a lot of really really good quarterbacks from Tua to Burrow to Herbert, and, and we didn't even know Herbert was going to actually hit the way that he did. But I mean, just some really, really good quarterbacks where you're looking at this class going, how doesn't this class actually like crush? How doesn't this class make me a lot of money if I invest in their rookie cards? I don't care if they're uh, college cards or not. And and I bought them, I think I bought them at 40 bucks a box. And I'm looking at it the entire time going, these things suck. Like, why did I buy these? This is a stupid buy. Like, in the back of my mind, I'm going, these things are not going to sell. I'm looking on eBay. They're going for, like, 35 bucks a box at one point. I'm kind of just, like, hitting my head against the wall. I went to return them at one point. I, I looked to see if I could return them. They were out of return date, thankfully, for my for my sake now. But I'm going, this is a stupid buy. Who is ever going to buy these things? So I think I had, maybe they were 30 bucks a box. Uh, maybe not even. So they were, like, 30 to 40 bucks a box. I have four boxes. I'm sitting there, and, and today or yesterday, I went and looked, and I ended up pulling up the boxes on eBay, and they're going for 100 bucks a box at the low. And they're like 100 bucks a box, and the next guy is like 120, and then the next guy is like something crazy. So, like, obviously, that guy's not going to get it. But, like, for me, I'm looking at these going, okay, 30 to 40 bucks for, and then changing that to $100, like, that's a huge win there, especially because I got four of these boxes. And I mean, it's not massive. It's not like I'm making 200 bucks or something like that. But, 
it's still a really good win for me. And so I'm going through some of these boxes of cards that I had that I originally thought, you know, these things are not going to make me money. I might as well quick sell these. I'm starting to realize that there is a lot of value in holding. You just have to really know what you're doing. And I didn't really even know what I was doing with these two sets. Those are just two examples of a couple of the things that I've held. But there is some a real market for holding things. And more importantly, there's a real, uh, real possibility that when you buy something, the market will change by the time you go to sell it. And what I mean is you may list things the same day. I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. I'm talking about maybe you're you're very busy or maybe you just have some stuff that you're gonna buy and see what happens to it, like sports cards or like um, like shoes or something like that, where you literally just take it, you set it aside and you say, I'm gonna check this in a few months or in a year and see how much it's risen in value. And there's a lot of people that do that. They'll buy Jordan 1 mids, they'll buy Jordan 1 lows, they'll buy Jordan 1 highs and just let them sit, let them chill and then come back six months later, the Jordan 1 mids have appreciated really well. Come back a year later, the Jordan 1 lows have appreciated really well. And you end up getting like a ton of money for these things. And and a lot of people just do this. They invest in these sneakers. And so it's the same thing with sealed wax. Sealed wax is one of the best investments. If you can if you can stomach the initial cost and then just letting it sit there, it will appreciate really well. And, and you see that. I mean, I made like two and a half to three X on my money um, on those, obviously on those uh, cards that I bought, the the uh, Panini cards, and then the the Pokemon cards, just wild, wild margins there. I mean, they're going from they went from forty five bucks a box to two hundred bucks a box. So just really, really good margins. Where you're looking at these things, going, this is a great buy. Why am I telling you this? Well, I'm not. I, I don't really care if you think that I'm a very good reseller or not. That's not why I'm telling you this. I don't really care. I'm not trying to make you think that I'm I'm you know some massively good reseller or that I'm trying to gloat. That's not my point. My whole point in this is that sometimes you beat yourself up when you're trying to do the thing that you do. When you go out and buy things, when you go out and source, you'll buy something, you'll come home, it won't sell, and, and then you get discouraged. You go, this is a stupid buy. Why did I buy this thing? And you got to go back to the original reason why you bought it. You got to go back and think, what made me buy this? Was it was it that I was having a bad day sourcing and I just bought it on a whim because I wanted to feel good and felt like I got something? Typically, that's not the reason we buy, though. Okay, that's not that's never a good reason to buy, and typically that's not the reason you want to buy. So if that's the reason, then maybe it is a bad buy. But typically, why you're buying is because you looked at the comps and you saw, hey, the comps on this are good, and maybe it only sold once or twice in the past few months, but the the value is there. Where maybe this is a six dollar item or a ten dollar item at the thrift, or maybe you went to Walmart and you bought some sports cards and you saw that there was an opportunity to hold these. Maybe you saw the last year's set of prisms are now going for an exorbitantly high price, and you're saying, well. You know this set of prism I, I found a bunch of these at walmart or somewhere and they look like they're going to do really well so why not invest in these as well and, and i'll hold these for a year and see what happens and so sometimes you see the market dip because they either get saturated or people don't know what they're doing when they're listing things or people don't understand that you can actually hold things and let them appreciate and so they end up losing value uh, apparently they lose value it looks like they lose value because people are selling them lower but let those people sell out and don't give yourself such a hard time about it because what ends up happening more often than not is that you'll end up getting a, a sale. You'll end up making some money on this and you'll end up making a lot more than you had originally anticipated. I mean, that's one of the things. You can end up having a very, very good investment just because you ended up listing and selling a you know the thing that you were trying to sell and that maybe you just didn't wait long enough. Maybe you just kind of got a little bit impatient waiting for this thing to sell and so now 
you're, you're kind of beating yourself up over it. So it's just something important to remember because sometimes you make a buy, you think it's terrible, and then it ends up being a fantastic buy. And it's really just, if you just kind of shift your focus from not just trying to get something sold and thinking that if it doesn't sell immediately, then you have a bad buy, it, that's kind of the thing here. You want to be able to make sure that you have a pretty uh, a pretty wide wide look and say, okay, I can look out into the future and say, this thing is going to do pretty well at some point. I saw the comps are good. It is what it is. I'm just going to keep it moving. So hopefully that can help you out. I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking is just don't don't get too hard on yourself if you end up having a buy that doesn't sell immediately or, or you think it's a bad buy because you never really know where these things could go. You don't know where exactly your your purchases could lead they may end up doing really really well in the future if if maybe they haven't sold yet and you think it's been sitting there for a bit i mean it, it is what it is you already made the purchase don't don't get too down on yourself because you never know in in a few weeks it could sell for more than you'd originally anticipated so just hopefully that can help you guys out and hopefully you can make a a little bit of a um a little bit more money based on some of that stuff but i'm gonna wrap this thing up so you guys have a great rest of your friday I will get back to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.